wanted to say just quickly in, in starting that uh, we had a great week of Thirst Camp this past week, and I just want to say thank you to all you guys. You would be um, so proud of these students that most of them are, some of them are wearing their green shirts, but, but some of them aren't. I mean, we painted the exterior of our house, and, and we just did so many projects and so many things serving this community, and I uh, just want to thank you for help making that possible through a donation or through anything that you did um, through making that possible, whether you gave a ride or anything like that this week. I just want to say thank you. It was an incredible, incredible week of Thirst Camp yet again, and uh, we're just so excited about what God did. And, and, um, and excited about what he's continuing to do in the lives of these students. I've had a lot of students come up to me this morning telling me how late they slept yesterday and, um, and, and about a little bit about what they got out of it. And so I uh, just want to say in the midst of everything um, that it was a great week and that God still moved and, and God still did some amazing things. And so I um, wanted to just say thank you from the bottom of my heart to you guys as a congregation for, um, for making it happen uh, with us last week. So this morning we're talking about faith, and we're talking about faith um, versus belief, because there's a big difference between faith, and there's a big difference between faith and belief, and, and mainly what that difference is, I want to go ahead and tell you so you can write this down, is that belief is all about knowing. It's all about kind of like a knowledge. You don't have to really do anything with belief, you can just believe it and, and be done with it. But the difference is, is that faith requires action, in fact, faith is action, um, it's kind of like an experience I had just a few hours ago um, with, with, in, in my house. You know, we have faith um, that, that smoke detectors work, right? We have, we have faith that they work. But, but not a lot of times we, we think to do the necessary um, maintenance on them, like batteries, in order to make sure that they keep working. And so therefore we have to be active with our smoke detectors so that at 1.30 in the morning they don't all start going off in your home and waking you up, like it happened to us this morning. Um, it, was so, it was so bad, I, I, you know, coming off a week of Thirst Camp, and yesterday I'm actually going and, and leading um, the youth for another camp for the next two weeks, um, down in Hendersonville, or up in Henderson, over in Hendersonville. And uh, so last night I just really wanted to sleep, and I got really good in the sleep, and I was out, and all of a sudden I dreamed that I was on the phone with Donnie, which is really scary, so it wasn't really a dream, it was a nightmare, um, but no, I'm just kidding, bless his heart. Um, but I was, <laughs> I was on the phone with Donnie, and, uh, and, and all of a sudden I heard this alarm going off in the background, and I dreamed that he was at Pitt School already, and the alarm, they had set off the alarm, the setup guys that were here first had set off the alarm, and I was on the phone with them, and really the person on the phone, she wasn't on the phone, it was my wife, um, beating me, telling me that the fire alarms were going off, and that was the alarm I was hearing. And at uh, 2 o'clock this morning, she ran to CVS and got all the the things, and now I know that when you change your clocks in October, you're supposed to change the batteries. Thanks for looking out, everybody. Appreciate the help. But, but you know, kind of, that's, that's a crazy illustration, but, but it goes to show that, you know, we can believe that they're going to work, but unless we take faith, unless we take action to make sure that they're going to continue working, they might not always work for you, and it might come to an alarming halt at some point in your life. And that's the same thing with faith. You know, faith is constantly active, and, and it's, it's got to be active. And so I want to tell you about five or six things about faith this morning, but we're going to start in James chapter 2, verse 14, and the, mess, and the words are on the screen for you. So read along with me. It says, What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? 
can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say goodbye and have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now someone may argue, some people have faith, others have good deeds, but I say, how can you show me your faith If you don't have good deeds, I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith, verse 19, for you believe that there is one God good for you. Even the demons believe this and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? I want to stop right there. And that just goes to show the point. You know, I love how descriptive James is. He's a good Baptist preacher. He has a lot of illustrations within his, within his writing as he's writing the book of James. And I, I love the way that he writes. And he, and he said, you know, you have belief. You say you have belief. You say you believe. And he says, great. Even the demons believe and shudder. And, and kind of my conviction in, in sharing this message with you today and, and talking about this is that, you know, our churches across America all have good belief. There's a lot of people who sit across the, the pews, sit in the chairs on Sunday mornings all across this county, all across this state, all across this United States, all across this world who have a great belief. But yet there's, there's still a problem, and that is that for the first time in years and years and years, as Jimmy talked about a couple weeks ago, Christianity is declining. And so something is missing between belief and, and, and faith, because the faith part of the belief is actions. If we just have belief, we just sit there. Kind of like I told the students last Monday night, you know, it's kind of like sitting on the bench. If we have belief, then we're just going to be sitting on the bench of life watching everybody else play the game. But our faith is, is, is constantly active. And, and, and before, before all right, I've got I to keep going. I've got to keep going. That's enough there. Let's keep going. Verse, 20, um, verse 21 says, Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, his faith and his actions work together. His actions made his faith complete. You complete me. And so it happened, just as the scriptures say, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called the friend of God. So you see, we, were shown to do, uh, we, we are shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. But faith is what we do. Okay, That's what James is trying to say. In verse 25, Rahab the prostitute is another example She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them away safely by a different road. Verse 26, get this, underline it, start in your Bible. It says, just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. The great prophet Rich Mullins once said, faith without works is like a screen door on a submarine. It's just, it just doesn't work. It's, it's, not, it's not something that really works. And so faith is constantly accompanied by works. Why? Because I've got five things about faith that I want to share with you this morning. And they're going to be quick. I, 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 the first service, we, they were, I told them McDonald's was still serving breakfast when I let them out. And so I want to go through these, these five things really quickly and, 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 um, and, and get you guys going. Uh, but the first thing I want to tell you this morning about faith, and I want to give you a definition. Faith is a constant outlook of abandoning all reliance of oneself and putting it on to God. Everything. Living your life ruled by faith. Where your job isn't who you are, it's just what you do. And your, and your faith is who you are. 
And it's abandoning all reliance of oneself and putting it on to God. The first thing I want to tell you about faith, point number one, is that faith is personal. Faith, faith can't be adopted by your family. Faith can't be anything like that. I, 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 I love to tell the story of a, a class I took the first year um, and the second year and the third year at Liberty. It was the same class. I just had to take it three times. <laughs> and uh, not anyway, um, we'll just leave that alone. And it's called it's called GND, and and um, and GND is all about de- developing a biblical worldview. And and what the professor does, and he does a great job at this. And he he goes this whole semester, and he talks about all these worldviews, and he talks about all these beliefs, about gifts, about all the things of the Bible. And he challenges you as a student, as a freshman in college or sophomore or junior, whenever you finally get through it, to develop your own worldview. What are the things that you believe? about God. Because see, the thing about belief is, when we, when we just have belief about God, or belief about the things of God, then we're willing to take other people's word for it. Faith is a constant action of developing your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Not developing your families, not developing your parents, not developing your kids, or anything like that. That's not up to you. Your faith is personal. Now, now, dads, moms, I will tell you that Deuteronomy 6 says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and teach these things to your children. And Jimmy and I are going to do a, a family series at the end of August where we're going to talk to you about those sort of things. But for right now, for the sake of this point, remember that faith is personal because you can't make those faith decisions for your kids. You can only teach them and train them and disciple them in that direction. Okay? But your faith is personal. The second thing I want to tell you about faith is faith is accompanied by assurance. Faith is trusting what is unseen, looking forward to an unseen future. Hebrews 11.1 says, Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen and the assurance of things we cannot see. The confidence of things we hope for, the assurance of things unseen. And faith is accompanied by assurance. When we have faith, we're assured. When we have faith, there's not a question. There's not a question. Because we've found it for ourselves and it's active. Third thing I want to tell you about faith is that faith is demonstrated by good deeds. James says all throughout here that um, in James chapter 2, now some may argue some people have faith, others have good deeds, but I say how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? Wednesday night of Thirst Camp, and I want to tell you guys all the messages of Thirst Camp are going to be on the podcast by about the end of this week, and so if you missed um, these these messages, you can go to our website and, and check them out. But Wednesday night, I talked about the Holy Spirit, and I talked about the evidence of the Holy Spirit, and what the Holy Spirit does in your life. And I, and I talked about this, and, and I, I want to I tell you this today, that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Therefore, you're victorious. And I'm going to say more about that in just a few minutes. But, but kind of the whole theme of that message, and it's about an hour and 15 minutes, so just be prepared if you guys ever check it out, which I encourage you to do. It's, it is a good message. Um, is that with the Holy Spirit living in us, which happens when we cross the line from unbelief to belief, when we accept faith, when we give our lives to God through faith, when we, when we do that, the Holy Spirit comes in and lives in us, which means we are led by the Spirit, which means there, there should be good fruit, there should be good deeds that are produced out of that. And so if we're living a life of faith, if we're living a life by faith, then, then we're not just sitting on the sidelines, but good deeds come out of that. And I want to tell you guys that that's the heartbeat 
of what we do with, with camp. And, and, and the end of camp is, is here and these kids have gone and they've, they've gone to bed and that's a good thing so they're, they're not acting as crazy as they were on Friday, which is really good. But what we do at, with Thirst Camp and what, what we try to do, what the goal is, is that we're going to pour in, pour in, pour in every night so that these students can go out and put their faith into action during the day. And it was incredible to see what, what God did through these students as they put their faith into action. I'm going to tell you guys, on that Tuesday afternoon, last Tuesday afternoon when we um, got done scraping the paint off of this house, I think the last time it was painted was like 1932. I'm not joking, man. It was, it was just a, it was thick and, and we, had student, we had Adam Wall on the roof and he was just trying to scrape paint and, and, and it was just, it was, it was sad, man. It was just, it was, it was tough and we were trying to scrape paint and, and we came and we were like, man, this job's just too big for us. We just can't do this thing. We can't do this thing. But, but we, we chose to stick through it, man. They painted that house in a day. They painted it a day early than what we had scheduled to do. We, we took Wednesday off of it so that it could dry because we hosed it off after we scraped everything that we could. And we went back and painted it a day later. And, and I called Jeff at lunchtime because I was planning to go and help him in the afternoon finish that house and, and he, or finish the first coat because we didn't know how many coats we were going to have to do. I'd never painted the exterior of a house, so it was very scary. But I called him and I was like, man, how's, how's the house coming? He said, oh, we're almost done. I said, man, quit juggling with me. No, seriously, we're almost done. And, and through faith, through faith, through faith, the, the activeness of their faith and not giving up they were able to accomplish things bigger than they were, bigger than, bigger than we are. And God's just cool like that. And I hope that you see that this morning. Through faith, we were able to have enough money. This is the first um, year that God's just really blessed us with money, so thank you for that. And, and, and that's why I wanted to say thank you for all the scholarships, because this is the most scholarships we've had ever in a Thirst Camp year, but this is the first time we actually have money to start planning for next year. And so that's incredible. And so we went out on... Um, Friday because we got a donation for one of the projects we did earlier in the week and we just took all that money we got from that donation and went out and bought loaves of bread and just went around in these neighborhoods right around here and gave them a loaf of bread and just said Jesus is the bread of life, Jesus loves you come check us out at Rocky River you know, God bless you and we just handed them a loaf of bread it's taking their faith into action and, you know, a loaf of bread isn't really a big deal it's only like a buck but I mean that's something that moms and dads don't have to worry about this week you know, and how can you, by faith, live a faith-led life? It's accompanied by good deeds. The fourth thing I want to tell you about faith is that faith is demonstrated by obedience. Faith is demonstrated by obedience. My mentor Thad always taught me in high school, have a God-da attitude. Go anywhere, do anything. Are you, is your faith strong enough? Is your faith big enough to be active enough to go anywhere that God would have you go? To do anything that God would have you do? Are you willing through faith to be obedient to what God has for you? And to be active in that. And the next last thing I want to tell you about faith, the fifth thing, is kind of where I want to camp out for a little bit. Faith is constantly producing. Faith is constantly producing. When we live a life by faith, do you think living a life by faith is walking around like you're? Hey. How you guys doing? 
I'm living by faith today. Yay, God. I've already told you that, that, that living a life of faith means that you're led by the Spirit and therefore you have the same power that raised Jesus from the dead living in you. And therefore, that's something to get excited about. That's something to get refreshed about each and every day you wake up. And so I want to do something to demonstrate how I told the students that they ought to wake up every day. Y'all okay with that? Y'all okay with that? Parents, you, you ready for this? Guys, you ready for this? You ready for this? This, this is the way I told the students that, that, that this is what kind of living a spirit-led life looks like. Maybe not this charismatic, but, but you'll, you'll get the idea, okay? And so, if you're laying in bed... And that alarm goes off, and you wake up. Yeah! I'm awake! I'm not sure why you're clapping right now. I'm not a cheerleader. Okay? I don't get it. Okay. But, but, but man, when you, when you wake up, and, and, this, and this isn't just for kids, but, but we as adults have to get this spirit-led life because since when did the Bible say that faith is only alive in children? Since when did the Bible say that the spirit is only alive in children? We're, I, I already said Deuteronomy 6 says that we're supposed to be leading in this, that we're supposed to teach this, that we're supposed to mold this. How can we mold it? How can we lead somebody if we're not there? And so to wake up and just be refreshed and to, and, to, and just the first thing that comes out of our mouth, God, thank you for this new day where I get to give it to you and do all that I can for you. God, send me somewhere. Challenge me. Push me. Take me, take me deeper than you've ever taken me, God, today. And then run over to your spouse and give her a big hug and just say, I'm so glad you're my wife today. And then if you're a brother or sister, you run into your brother or sister's room and give them a big hug and say, I love you, bro. (laughs) Judging by the laughter, that would be a miracle in your home. Why? Is that too weird? Is that too superficial? To think that people could get that excited about life, that excited about breath, that excited about what the Spirit of God wants to do in your life by faith. I believe that that can happen, and I believe that we're not going to be able to change this world and turn this world around until we get excited about what God's doing again. God wants to radically wake us up and show us what His faith can do in our lives. If we'll just believe it's possible. If we'll just have faith it's possible. When I did this the other night, I said, that's weird, isn't it? And all the students were like, yeah, you're weird. So, I mean, I, I understand. 
And I said, well, you're already weird because you came to this camp. Because, no, seriously, like who goes to a camp in their own town? Like who stays in a hotel that you go to dinner right next to all the time? Like if you've ever been to Texas Roadhouse, you're right next door to where a student stayed and gave a, a smell that that hotel will never be able to get out of it. We gave them a beautiful gift last week. Like, like, who wants to do that? Who wants to serve? Who wants to paint a house right down the road from your air conditioning living room? I was taking some students around this past week, and we were on our way to sweat and, and paint and do all sorts of things, and one of the students said, there goes my neighborhood. <laughs> like, there's my house right there. There's the air conditioning. There's my bed. There's my teddy. <laughs> I miss teddy. But, like, seriously, like, who wants to do that? That's weird, right? That's radical, right? And the the things that we did last week, I believe they ought to be normal. I believe that for a spirit-led, faith-led life, that's the norm. Where you serve your community. Because God has blessed us with the ability. Not necessarily the the talent. Because that that house isn't painted to perfection. I'm going to tell you right now. It's not. But that, that lady that Miss McDanielson that couldn't do it on her own, she's she's overjoyed with the fact that her house is painted. We even left some on the chimney for her. <laughs> but I, I hope that you see through all of that that, that faith is constantly producing. Who are you? Who are you producing in the faith right now? Who are you challenging in faith right now? Who are you holding accountable right now? Who's holding you accountable right now? Who's challenging you in your faith? Because here's the thing, this is the last thing I want to tell you about faith. Is that with faith, you are guaranteed victory. No matter how weird, how big it may seem, you're guaranteed the victory. Because the same power, I want to remind you, the same power that raised Jesus from the grave after He'd been crucified three days earlier and, and, and walked this whole earth and done some incredible things and was sent by God because God loved us that much to send His Son to die on a cross for us, to raise Him three days later, to go and prepare a place for us where one day when we die, we're going to go join Him in heaven in paradise. God loved us that much. And the same power that that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that lives inside each and every one of us. Therefore, you are capable of incredible things. Things that you can't even imagine. And there is nothing, there is nothing, again, nothing. If you want proof, go read Romans 8. There is nothing about Romans 8, 38, 39. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. There is nothing that can defeat you. There is nothing that can come against you if you will simply let, be led by the Spirit. If you will let your faith guide you. If you will get off the bench and get into the game. The reason Christianity is declining in America is because we think to live that kind of life is fake. What's normal now is to just open your Bible on Sunday mornings. 
what's normal now is to just talk with your kids about Jesus with what they learned from Sunday school. If that. That's the norm. And God wants to radically wake us up and show us that there's a new normal and it's led by the Spirit and it's excited. No matter what comes our way, we can defeat it because we have the living Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead living inside of us. And I've got to tell you that that excites me. I've got to tell you that, that if that doesn't wake you up in the morning, then Folgers ain't going to do a dang thing. And so, can I just challenge you this morning? I'm not going to do a big altar call or anything like that. I just want to challenge you this morning to, to, to find what it means to be led by the Spirit, to find faith, to realize that your faith is personal. Your wife can't lead your faith in your family. Your husband can't lead the faith in your family. It takes everybody. Your faith is personal. Your faith is, 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 is accompanied by assurance. Therefore, you don't have to doubt anything. Because you're already victorious and the Spirit lives inside of you. Your faith is accompanied by good deeds. Your faith is accompanied by obedience. Be obedient to God. Go anywhere. Do anything. Your faith is constantly victorious. And by your faith, you're victorious. Or, excuse me. Your, your faith is constantly producing. And by your faith, you are constantly victorious every day, every step that you take. You walk in victory. So t- this week, today, let's walk in victory together. And let's just see what God does. Look for the opportunities to serve Him this week right around you. Be challenged today to live by faith. Will you do it with me? Let's walk in faith this week. Stand with me let's pray together. God, today, I know that you want to do great things in and through us. God, you have called each and every one of us to you by your Spirit, God, and you've given us your Spirit freely. God, what a beautiful free gift, and may we never take that for granted. But God, today, I believe that you want to stir in us an awakening, God. I believe that you want to stir in us a revival, a personal revival, because again, God, we know that your faith in us, our faith in you, is personal. And so, God, it starts right within us. And so, God, may, may we be awakened today to what it means to live by faith. And, God, there can be questions swarming. There can be things that we don't understand. But, God, help us to, be, help us to rest today in the fact that we're never going to understand everything about you. That's why faith is so important. So, God, help us today to rest in the peace that you're in control. God, that we don't have to fight anymore because we've already won the victory. And God, show us today how you want to reproduce our faith in someone else. Help us to be producers, even today, starting now as we leave this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you have fun today? Did you have fun today? Man, I had fun. I want you guys, I want you guys to know that they're, they're going to sing another song. And I want you guys, man, to be excited. We've got a construction video. God is at work at Rocky River Church, y'all. And I hope that you can get excited about that. So they're going to play this song, sing along with them, watch that video. When that video is over, you guys can be dismissed. I hope you have a great week. Walk in faith with me, all right?